At Sport Clips Haircuts, they hairdo like no one else hair does. That's because not only is it the home of the champion haircuts, but they also made relaxing and unwinding the name of the game. With the MVP haircut experience, your haircut gets turned up a notch. That's because the MVP is more than just a haircut. It's a spa day for your hair follicles. It's a seven pressure point massaging shampoo along with perfectly steamed hot towel all while sports plays on TV. You can want it all and have it all at Sport Clips. It's a game changer. You're listening to Comedy Central. Hi, I'm Dan Soder. And I'm Big J. Okerson. And you're listening to the best of the bonfire. Stay tuned to hear some of our favorite moments from this week. You can listen to the bonfire live every Monday through Thursday from 6 to 8 p.m. on Comedy Central Radio, Sirius XM 95, or on demand on the Sirius XM app. Also, be sure to follow us on all social media at The Bonfire SXM. Hey, campers, it's Black Lou, and welcome to The Bonfire's Best of the Week. On Monday, Dan was away shooting Billions, airing Sunday, May 3rd, as Joe DeRosa joined Jay in studio. The guys discussed the weird combinations of food that they've seen people eat. What's the craziest thing your dad would eat? Oh, dude. I bet everybody in here's got some nutty thing their father would eat. Yeah. Uh, dude, I told the first time I ever met Zach Galifianakis... I don't know why this happened, but we ended up drinking in a hotel lobby at Bonnaroo. The last night of Bonnaroo, it was a, just a few of us. It was the first time I ever met him, and we were telling crazy food stories, and I told this to him. And I'm setting it up that way so I can tell you his response. So we, we can were know la- that you know Zach Galifianakis. I know. <laughs> uh, we were laughing. He's my dude. So fucking hard. I go, my dad used to eat <laughs> hot dogs. Uh, just out of the, straight out of the package, oh, dude. <laughs> Here's the thing: technically, it's just a thick hunk of bologna. Honestly, if you've yeah. had bologna before, which I have, <laughs> and I've enjoyed a shitty Oscar Mayer bologna sandwich even in my life, but that's it. It's all it is. It's just a different shape of that. But yeah. it, I, the idea of it is fucking. I'd rather you shove it in my ass than me eat it. I'd rather you bury a cold hot dog in my ass. Man, what a great game show it'd be. Would you rather eat a cold? Would you rather eat a raw hot dog or fucking shove it up your ass? <laughs> That's every that's every part of the show. That's, that's the only thing. That's the only you thing. just bring on a hundred people each week, and it's Quick three. Answer. It's three hours long every week. <laughs> but uh, he goes. We got a three hour block on ABC. I go. I go. Yeah, dude. No shit. I my dad all the time. He pull them right out of the pack and just start eating them. And he and he go. I go. He wouldn't even cook them. And then Zach goes. Haven't got the time. <laughs> <laughs> Time. Oh, that's fucking funny. Yeah. The uh that's a pretty weird I one. I feel like man. I've eaten a cold hot dog before. Ew, you're garbage. Yeah, I, you're I've a piece of shit. Don't ever, by the way, yeah. every time we kiss for the rest of our lives, that's what I'm gonna taste in your mouth. I used to almost exclusively eat bologna sandwiches when I was a kid. I'll tell you what I'll do, Evans. This is my Do you say blowny? No. Everyone in the room thought you did. Blowny? No. Only you did, you dizzy son of a bitch. No, I saw a black Luke get weird over there. I've <laughs> mouthed the words. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you this is my trash move and I still do it to this day I'll go to the supermarket I only do it once every few months but I'll get a hankering for it and I can't help I'll go to the supermarket I'll get the Oscar Meyer package of bologna uh, a thing of that's American low rent. Um, I'll, I'll oh, yeah. get, but then I'll go and get real American cheese from the deli uh, white and then I get a loaf of fucking Wonder Bread, and I do that, mustard, that's it, dude. I'll pound those fucking things, man. No joke. My stepfather went through a bologna phase when I was younger. We always had a lot of bologna in the house. <laughs> 
I used to eat it so much, and then I just like stopped not, not, liking it and thinking not, it was gross one day. By the way, not Oscar Mayer bologna. My stepfather started it. He started his obsession with it, and it lasted like you know months. It's all those things were like months of like the same thing. And he came out of, uh, I think, the Oscar Mayer bologna, because you only get like, it was like five, six slices of that. But they're thick, they're bro. They're thick as shit, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, it, and it tastes like you're eating doll legs. <laughs> <laughs> but he would get that with uh, bread, and and then it graduated on to deli-sliced bologna. Oh, yeah. like thin, very thin almost. Mm-hmm. Almost like shaved bologna. You know, so he would put a, and then you'd get into a mayo a little bit on it. I'll do that. My dad was heavy into bologna too. He 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 graduated to beef bologna. He was getting German beef bologna. Yeah, yeah. Towards the end of my this staying at home, bologna. this was beef bologna always. I didn't like it. It didn't taste right to me. I like the classic bologna. But I'll tell you this: what's classic bologna? Isn't it what's pork? In it? Just it's like pork based, pork and chicken based, and then the beef bologna is like the higher quality, but it's got a funkier taste to it. My grandfather used to do. I guess it's not that crazy. I never did it, but the beet borscht, where it was just a bowl of purple. Yeah. And then he would, and what, all you'd eat, he would take a giant scoop of sour cream and put it in there. Mm-hmm. And then ultimately, he was just eating sour cream that would turn purple from the beet. You know what I mean? It wasn't yeah, like there disgusting. was no. I didn't really get it. It probably doesn't it's taste cold, that gross. Right? Yeah. yeah, it probably doesn't taste gross because it was just broth essentially. The like, coldness of it freaks me out. There's something about it being cold. I don't think I'd be. I don't think I'd be grossed out by it, but I can eat it. Gefilte fish would be gross if I didn't like it myself. So my grandfather used to do sardine sandwiches. Yeah. Right out of the can onto the bread and pigs pickled pigs feet. That's horrific. That's really really bad, man. That's awful. I don't like hearing that at all. I already made me forget the first thing you said that I had a, a relation to. Oh, sardines. When I was younger, I definitely ate sardines and didn't think anything about it. And now in my mind, I'm like, who brainwashed me to eat what I can only describe as like a fish with a face on it? Like it's crazy. The cream re- cheese and sardines was a very like my grandfather thing too. Oh, cream cheese with it. Wow. But I had a friend. My friend Randy Henkin used to bring, uh, very Jewish, used to bring the school like sardine sandwiches and shit like that. Yeah. Oh, geez. Really? Yeah. I loved them when I was a kid. I it's eat, rough, man, I to be cool eat. and eat sardine sandwiches in school. I can still eat sardines. They don't, they don't bother me. The thing my dad always loved that I can't understand and still hate to this day is unsweetened homemade iced tea. Wow. Uh, I like that. Oh, so gross. It was his favorite. Yeah, I he like didn't even that. put sugar in it. Just that bitter water it tastes like rag water. No, I, li- I like that with a little lemon sometimes for lunch with your your sandwich or your soup or something. It's nice. Christine, what did your dad had to have a a weird thing? It's I'm sure. so gross, and I don't know if it was from like growing up broke or whatnot. But he would do. Could be a confession. like my breast milk mixed with chocolate. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, no. Peanut butter and mayonnaise sandwiches. Oh God, God damn it! What is he? A little rascal? I don't know. I mean, I've never, the common peanut butter and banana. I get. And, yeah, me too. But I mean, like peanut butter and mayo, and I've never so. I remember thinking, like, I should just try it one time to, like, see if it's something where the flavor combination actually makes sense, but it, it's just disgusting My, to uh, me. Uh, if is... you remember Burt Kreischer's house when we did his podcast, he said the Nanner sandwiches, which is mayo and, and bananas. Banana. And he was like, and he had uh, Leanne go make them yeah. for us, or he asked her to go make them for us, and she did, and she brought them out. And we better, it was nothing I've craved ever again until this moment, because I'm starving how we're talking about all this food. But it's not a. But it was. It wasn't bad. And, I, and the idea of it sounded ridiculous. Yeah. Mayo, like that's disgusting. Mayo and fruit sounds weird, but it was. It was fine. 
Hey guys, it's Black Blue again, and on Tuesday's show, Salvocano stopped by and asked everyone who they would call first to help survive the apocalypse. Then, John Popper calls in and brings up some very good points on what to do next. Shit's gonna go down. Apocalypse is happening. You can choose one person from your phone contacts to help be by your side. I don't mean a love interest. I mean, like, who's gonna defend you? Who's okay, that's most- what I'm saying. You have to say for what we're going for here. This is nothing I- to do. This is. Pure survival friend? Post-apocalyptic survival. Survival friend. Survival friend. Okay, because you're going to have to make a few phone calls. You want to travel in a group anyway, but I get what you're saying. You get one draft you're picking pick. One, you're picking one draft pick only for survival. Are you getting someone who's beefed up who might be able to protect you? Are you getting someone yes. who knows how to start a fire? In my That's phone? Good. I'll tell you what. I might surprise you with this. My, my early thought before, before I think. No, you just said you didn't say good company. That's a different pick. Sure. You said survival in the... Okay, let's do two. Ready? Mm-hmm. Survival and then whatever you think you need the most. Okay. Outside of survival. Like if it's a love interest... So there's friend, two people. No. Still one person. It's, it's, it's one situation, two scenarios. Okay. So first is who's going to help you survive? They have to be in your phone. All right. Well, first the other person, not the survival person. Let me say the other person is yeah. going to be Christine... Or whatever, chick. And then... <laughs> one's going to be Christine, yeah. right? Because, you know, for eternity and through the apocalypse. Okay, or but, whatever, chick. But, okay, but that's the easy answer. So that's a given. Eliminate any Christ- uh, any partners. All right, so I don't have to... Because okay. I was going to say my girlfriend, because I don't want to get in trouble. Sure, but no, no, that's silly. I'll be honest with you, Dan. I really enjoy your girlfriend a lot. I, 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 I like her a lot, and I know through time of knowing her, I'll get to love her. That's a little early for her to be your pick right now for the apocalypse. Dude, franchise tag. I'll tell you what, dude. That wouldn't be her answer. If she was asked behind closed doors. Ooh. That wouldn't be behind closed you doors. Bitch. You bitch, you monster. Behind closed doors? You bitch, you monster. I don't know if Christine would say me. You bitch, you monster. I can't help her through this business if we're the after the apocalypse. There's I'll no business to be exactly had. I'll tell you exactly who I'm going to call. You can't produce in the post-apocalypse. Big J. Okerson, if I can call anybody on my phone, I'm going to call the bull Shane Gillis. <laughs> yeah? Uh, I would say- For survival, it's your survival guy? Actually, my survival guy would be Ari Shafir. Really? Wow. Now, I think Ari knows because nothing. Of, because of knowledge nah, of, man, I've seen of him outdoors? Take, I've seen him take his shirt off and walk into the woods too confidently. It doesn't matter. He does that confidently because he doesn't care. But He doesn't right, really then, know. Then, if there's a tick problem, he doesn't have like a great solution. On he's so not a guy, He doesn't bring a bag full of things you would need. for. I'd go for right. Sal more for that. Sal's a guy who would have around. a fanny pack full of like... The, the kind of cords we would yeah. need, the bungees, the whatever. I keep a bag in my trunk of things that I've never used. You got to go. Well, I swear to you, yeah. so do me and Christine. We've got a, a bag of car problem fixers <laughs> that have never come up on a leased brand new car. Nor would I know how to apply them myself if I needed them. Now I'm trying to think. I can do a tire. I can change a tire. Ari's strength lies in the fact that he doesn't give a shit. So he's giving you a full. He's, I mean, I'll tell you, he's reckless. I'll tell you, Ari's going to get you fucked up. Ari's going to walk you right. He goes, oh, I didn't know. I guess apparently that stuff we slept in last night was poisonous to human skin. I mean, well, then my bo- my boring answer would probably be my friend Joel. Why is that? Well, now it just hurts my feelings. Well, well, Why dude, is he a woodsman? Yeah. Oh, okay. Colorado. He's, He's from Colorado. Right, let me say, I didn't get to say who my pick was right now out of the gates. Weirdly enough. Yeah. John Popper. This John Popper is heavily armed. Great pick. He's heavily armed, and he is like a guy. He's like a woods guy. He moved to like he lives like in the woods of Seattle. <laughs> your your apocalypse partner is John Popper. Entertaining, like, this, entertaining. Fu- well, no, you said I, for survival. No, but yeah. also in my phone. I know. I don't know any fucking but, Marines. Yeah, that, that is a wild. That's a terrific answer. Because yeah, it begs many questions. Also, you get four 
live albums. in a fire. Yeah. You get the album four any night you're around a fire, you go, can you just you, do the album I front bet he to lives, back? I he goes, <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, you I'll think that harmonica's not on him somewhere at all times? He hand hand No, he for, for, for sure. You know, multiple. They multiple. Hand him out I have several much. John Papa harmonicas, dude. Yeah. What kind of lives are you two leading? <laughs> I worked with him on Z-Rock, and we just became buddies. And then because he's friends with Jay, he gave me a harmonica. Yeah. Is he? Does he still have the same chops? Oh yeah, he does. Oh, we went to go see him didn't in concert. Didn't he lose a lot of weight? Did, yeah, yeah, yeah so he, he had surgery. He, but he didn't. Then the vo- sound of his voice changed due to that. Not at all, no. dude. He's great. <laughs> wow, he's a really good John performer. John Popper, what a good answer then. He, and I'm telling you, so listen. I bet he's got a sick house, and yeah. I'm not talking about. I bet he's got a bunker. Before we, I bet he has a bunker. He's got a sick ass house. So before we have to worry about even making moves, which I'm sure he's got some sort of terrain or amphibious vehicle. Yes, but uh, you just get me mine. Okay, but yeah. first of all, I'm saying we're right when we're holing up. Yeah. We're defended out the asshole. This guy's oh, yeah. got arrested for like he. They opened his trunk and it was like a fucking John Wick movie. Remember that Are when you, he got arrested? No. Why would I remember that? Can you bring that up? Christine? That was like big MTV news. Really? News. Yeah, yeah. This yeah. is fascinating. I didn't know that. Yeah, he got a. He had like an arsenal. They said in his fucking trunk. Wow. It's pretty badass. It's badass, dude. My mind, my my thing is not, and I don't mean any offense to the person I'm going to say, but it's kind of pitiful because I was trying to think, who do I know that? Camps. That's what I said. That's why I said and, Joel. And the only person I know that is inviting me camping twice is Bobby Kelly. But it's like glamping. It's not. Please really like... do not <laughs> no. put your your stake your life on the wood knowledge of Bobby Kelly. I want to get him on the phone too and say that he might be your pick. Is this possible? No, I'm changing it. Oh, it was going to be Bobby Kelly. Maybe it will be for comedy. But uh, when you said one thing, it cued me. You said um, a bunker and stuff like that, an amphibious vehicle. And yeah. now I remembered. I will be picking Stone Cold Steve Austin. Oh, how do you got you got Stone yeah. Man? You That's guys got one. such good picks. He has so he has Joel, so many vehicles. I love, Joel, I love you, but you're not John Popper or Stone Cold, <laughs> dude. That's funny. If the six of us were together, and he's like. <laughs> He's like, I'm Sal. Thanks for picking me up. Jay, John Popper, love the album. Soder, Bonfire is pretty goddamn great. Joel, hey Dan, don't do this, dude. I tell you that that billions ginger. I'm sure he's got an assistant that can start a fire or something. Damian Lewis, he's a good man. Yeah, why don't you call him for help? <laughs> Giamatti. Do, do you have it's me and Giamatti? Remember how good the Englishman were? No, I don't have his number. You don't? No, I don't Why? ever. I don't ever film with Giamatti. Oh. Yeah, I only see him at table reads, and I'm films. still weird. I'm still weird because I'm such a big fan that you're like, <laughs> hey, and he's like, how are you? And I'm like, ah, it's a, you know, I'm good. Is he talk like Justin Silver? Oh, you like hey, dogs? You like dogs? I do like dogs. Hey, how's it going, you guys? Good, What's John. Up, John, I love the hold music on this thing. Pretty badass, huh? <laughs> Yeah, we like, like to sweeten that. it up, John. Um, it's Dan Soder. I we said that uh, we brought up like there's one, if there's one person in your phone on your contact yeah. list that you could call for help for the apocalypse, and you were Big J's choice. You're my first choice, dude. Well, that's I'm, I appreciate that. Uh, it depends what you need, but sure. Well, we I assumed you would be. Going. I assumed you'd be able to handle all of the masculine things. That I would turn like uh, I'd go like, yeah, I can't do that. Like I can't skin a deer. I'm kind of like you, Jay. I'm sort of like make friends with the strong guy. Oh no! Ooh, I yeah. thought. I mean, I got I got plenty of like ordinance, but you know, you just get a big strong guy to come behind me, and he can just take it all. Yeah, well, we can we can make slate. We can get our own like uh, like weirds. We can make Dan and people like that our slaves and make him cut things. He said he can grab the fish. Guy who owns the stuff, but what does ownership mean in a dystopian future? It's got a good. Yeah, it's a very good point. That's a very good yeah. point. I gotta be honest, John. I thought you were gonna ready to just like just hunker down with me, and, and I thought we were gonna go to your this place. Is not I encouraging. Your, I assume your place is sick. Oh, to, to 
to be fair, if you're really going to be a real, like, you know, the end of the world guy, you're not going to brag about it. You're right. You're going to keep it real oh, locked right. up. And then everyone's showing up to your place. Yeah, because exactly. you need the bunker that no one knows about. John, do you have a bunker? <laughs> um, as far as you know, everything in my house is covered in coronavirus. Yeah, <laughs> smart. All you That's, looky-loos. You're like a halibut. <laughs> you cover yourself in mucus so no one touches you. Oh, Hide in plain sight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I pictured you have a you have a mansion, but uh, like you're preparing enough that even all the furniture in the mansion is made of like uh, the buckets of like Jim Baker food. You know, he sells you food I mean, for the end of the world. A gigantic cuckoo clock. I mean, like the world's hugest log cabin. Dude, that'd be yeah. badass. Yes, that's perfect. That'd be great, badass yeah. if the Blues Traveler logo, the cat, you just pull one of the whiskers and it just opens up a thing into <laughs> a, a stairwell deep yeah, into the earth. The problem is you have to keep killing workmen who only build part of it, so no one knows exactly the extent of your bunker. Now I truly believe you have one, because you thought this out. <laughs> wow, that was mind-blowing. Yeah. There's someone who's missing a family member right now that everything just got solved. Yeah, you know what? It could fit 15 dead migrant workers. <laughs> you go, you, actually, what you yeah. do is you have the first guy build you an oven, so then you can get rid of the bodies. <laughs> it's no, also, no, you know, no, just... no. You, you get them to pave your driveway, and if you spread them out thin... It's like seven guys. Damn, I love I the mean, way you think. You my, know what? I'll, my John mind goes non-disclosure, but it's okay. <laughs> NDA. Sal goes, I, I would really fuck them legally. I don't think. It's full of protein. I mean, when the hard times come, it's not like you're eating food for flavor. I, I get tell it. You what, John, you're, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take this wink wink you're given about all the things you don't have and skills you do not hold. And I'm just going to still say John Popper is my number one go-to. That's great. You serve man. It's a cookbook. It's a cookbook. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still going with Joel. Yeah. Dan's going with his friend Joel from high school. <laughs> there you go. Sal, <laughs> Sal, Sal, Sal picked Stone Cold. Had lots of livestock that you could kill and eat. I, I think that would be the first place I'd head. Yeah. Yeah. Sal said, Sal said his pick was Stone Cold Steve Austin out of his phone. Oh, that's cool. See, now I'd go with that guy. I mean, yeah. He could lift stuff. Oh, don't worry. I'm just going to follow him around like a lost dog. <laughs> Stone Cold's going to be like, get this big-headed guy away from me. I don't yeah. like him following <laughs> me down the street. Yeah, all right. Basically, you figure in an apocalypse, you want to, you're want you going to try and move from one place to another, or else you're going to hunker down. Yeah. So where are you trying to go, or why are you trying to hunker down has got to be your question. John, that's an excellent question. My question, I would want a bunker built into a mountain, NORAD style. No, oh, man. I'm telling you, me and John are holding the fort down with a, a bunch of heavy artillery. We're playing harmonica, telling stories by a fire. Yeah. We need an objective, though. I mean, if you're just endlessly holding on and you're living in a mountain, your downside is you're living in a mountain. Isn't that pretty cool, though? I've got so many stories, dude. I'm doing 13 hours of broadcast a week, man. i got stories for days. If I got a a generator... It's just you and me left. Mm -hmm. That means I have to listen to all of your broadcasts because you're making them for somebody. That that puts a lot of pressure on me as an audience. Ah, It really does. (laughs) As your only demo, I now have to listen to a whole lot of your podcasts. And And there's too many weapons lying around for that to, you know eventually we're just going to kill each other oh i can't wait till uh, jay has a wilson but it's lewis you just have like a ball and like a pineapples dave and then you just have like a tennis rackets me and you're like hey what do you think and you're just, it's just silent and john's watching you and you go Haha, yeah that's like fame i'm doing desert desert island broadcasting yeah so- they can give you a head yeah. <laughs> you want a Wilson that'll blow you. That is true. Not a fuckable Wilson. Dude, that's going to be crazy. You can if fuck there, any volleyball you want, really. If there, is a, if there is an apocalypse, then you just you go buy one of those sex toys, you know, like a with a... real the, doll you know, might yeah, be yeah, your yeah. best bet in the apocalypse. Like, what if Tom Hanks was, like, uh, uh, in that same movie, only he had a real doll? 
Yeah. He'd have been arguing with it after a couple days. He would have tried leaving the island. Yeah, he would have gotten fed up with her eventually. I mean, you're just going to lay there again. You're just going to starfish it again? (laughs) Yeah, but then I'm sorry. There's no other guys for you on this thing. Hey, campers. This is DJ Lou. DJ Apprentice Lou. (laughs) On Thursday's Lost Tapes, Dan and Jay came in early to tape with Dave Bird, a.k.a. Little Dicky. They talked about his new show on FX, Dave, and also about his fucked up penis. Do you get a lot of, uh, this must be the case, like the girls from high school that are now like, remember me from high school? Like, remember I never talked to you in high school? Uh, What's up? Well, not really. Not No, not really. I mean, no, because I was always like, uh, I was always kind of like a popular like a kid. Like, I just wasn't the guy that got girls. But like, they, yeah. like I wasn't getting the women. But right. but they knew, like, I still was like best friends with all of them. Yeah. So it's like, it's, they weren't like, there's not a situation where like people that I didn't know came and been like, hey, remember me? I think people were just happy for me. But even the ones that were your friends, did they do like, I'm always surprised we never hooked up in yeah. high school. There's like one or two girls that like I always like like love that I have hooked up with since and it's I was gonna cool. say you go back and conquer. And it feels it feels good. Yeah, it feels good to know that like they're just going through the channels and then FXX hits and they're like, Oh, there's Dave. Like I'm, yeah, I'm arriving as a sexual figure. Like, <laughs> yeah. so. Well I think all funny guys are in the same tier in high school where yeah, you can like, like be friends with the guys that get girls, but yeah. you're yep. like fourth tier where you're the ones making them laugh. No, you gotta like guys like us have to be like best friends with a girl for three yep. years yep. before oh. they realize, wait a minute, oh. do I like this guy? Five in. Yeah, and his yeah, job yeah, of the comedian. How many times you've just made a girl like laugh all night so your buddy yeah. can then go, it's like, all right, we're going to go dip off in the other room here for a minute. And you're like, I guess my job's to, hey, can I yeah. play your PlayStation while I, you go fuck this chick? I remember being the constant fifth wheel where yeah. they'd be like, hey, Soder's got a joint. And you'd be like smoking and making him laugh. And then like, all right, we're all going to go fuck. And then yeah. you're like, I'm going to go play PS2. Yeah. <laughs> I was like the, I mean, the last guy to every single base. Like the story of my first kiss was like, uh, you know, I was like 13 or something. Yeah. And, 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 uh, like I was like the only person of the male friend group that hadn't kissed a girl yet yeah. and like the girls were like hey j- k- kiss him and, sh- and she was like I don't wanna and then, <laughs> and then they were like no you should and then, and then she was like I won't really like, and then they were like c- let's talk about it. and they went to the bathroom for 10 minutes and like talked and then sh- it came out and the girl was like okay I'll kiss you like that was they did yeah, 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 like, the they're just empty your pockets everybody like war generals around a table of a map and like you kiss him we can dominate I just remember the tongue the yeah, I couldn't believe that. I mean, I felt a little disgusting. If you like, I don't. It felt like bizarre to touch tongues with someone. Now I like it. Now I like French kissing. The, <laughs> you come the, around to it. At the time, it was jarring. It was just that would too be, much. That would be the headline of this interview. It would yeah. be uh, Dave enjoys French, French kissing, kissing now, yeah. and you'd be like, "What a sensual guy!" Yeah, I, I almost the same exact story. I was like thirteen, and I was the guy. I hung out with all the bad kids that were like doing cool shit. Yeah, and I was just the one that was like scared yeah. to do that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also known as a pussy yeah, in middle yeah, yeah. school, but uh. When I got my first kiss with like the girl I was dating, it was just at a park in front of a playground and it was just like a quick smash in and then yeah. walked away. And I told my, my best friend, I was like, did you see me get some? Yeah. And he was like, you didn't get some. And yeah. you're like, <laughs> like I got my first hand job at a park hey. and I came into the ground. Like up and into the ground or down shot into the ground? What if you went back now and there was a tree? <gasps> a beautiful willow. I was so, I was like a so old for i mean i was like a senior in high school getting my first hand job just getting popped off in the park because i have a fucked up dick so i was like very like insecure about it what do you mean like what's wrong with it oh my god so much like what really are you doing my life too do you oversell the negative so when you put out they go ah it's not bad uh i think women i've learned that like women like don't 
a they don't really know like it's all a dick to like the end of the day but yeah. like i could pull like you two guys aside and show you and you, you'd be on the ground hysterically crying laughing at the things i could show you about my dick oh like the different functions like an iphone it's just it's what do you got a wonky circumcision I, 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 first off, I came out of the womb. I had a tangled urethra. They had to immediately do emergency surgery to like fix my, like, oh, so save that's my in dick. The show. Yeah, everything. In the in the show. Show, yeah, all this stuff. And so, yeah, my di I, you know, <laughs> watch the show to find out the info. <laughs> to get the full dossier yeah, on your yeah. fucked up dick. But so that's like, you know, that was always a, so I would be scared. To, like, I remember the first time I had sex. Yeah. It wasn't like, oh my God, I'm having sex. My thought was like, oh my God, your dick functions. Yeah. Like you, were, you have a functioning dick. Like it could actually, it can work and go in a girl and like not like break in hand. Like I thought my dick would like break. I'm surprised. <laughs> I, usually, usually I can fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Usually thin Jewish kids in my neighborhood have Hangers. big hammers. Yep. Well, I, you know, I have like an, honestly, my, my girth is rock solid. Oh, okay. I've measured, I've measured everything. So I have a 90th percentile girth. If you do. Wow. But, cocaine, but, huh? But, but 10th percentile length. All right. Mm. So 50th percentile dick, but then all we right. take into account all like the. You're a power hitter. Yeah. I come in. <laughs> yeah. I'm doubles and homers. <laughs> he's just yeah. fucking, he's yeah. dropping at the yeah. warning track yeah. every yeah. time. A lot of strikeouts. <laughs> <laughs> Has a woman upon first seeing it had a, a highly negative reaction? No. The only time any girls ever like noticed anything was the first time I ever showed it to a girl. And that, oh. so that was really scarring. Yeah. Cause it comes out. Like, Wait, isn't, and then I was just like, Oh no, it's true. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. That's gotta be hard, especially on the first showing. I used to be, you know, incredibly, uh, like controlling the lighting at all times like i would like be dating girls for years without them even knowing they haven't even seen my dick because i was just like maniacal in terms of like the lighting and like when i'd oh, walk yeah. out of a room i'd be like all right i'll catch you later oh, i'm with you <laughs> i'd like throwing my you know then it's like you gotta pick like back acne or fucked up dick like, <laughs> yeah you know, how are you gonna light this yeah. thing <laughs> You're just in a room I'm like i swear to you if i felt like my dick had the length enough to really just pull out of a zipper i would do that um, but it's part of the insecurity is that i'd be like you go full bodysuit yeah you're gonna get that zipper inside of you before my dick buries in <laughs> oh yeah yeah, I could never fuck a through a zipper. Yeah, yeah. that's right. crazy. Yeah. That's why I've I've always been intrigued by uh, porn videos, car blow jobs. I couldn't imagine. That seems like it would be like when I, when impossibly I'm, when, uncomfortable. When I'm, when I'm sit like when I'm like this, if I had a boner, it's like yeah, it's, it's two <laughs> inches long. You have to like just lick the. You should lick it like it's like like it's a thing on a surface. You, it would almost be yeah. like you were having a uh, like a fucking pig in a blanket with gene on your face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would be the only way. Yeah, I, I, feel, like she, I feel like she'd be trying to it's like, like with everything from, to pull it to get out of my zipper, and then my belly would be pushing her head into the yeah. horn. Dude, I don't think girls can understand that if you're sitting as a man, you can make your dick disappear into oh. you. Oh, it's like we're, I can't like if you, like even sex from the side. Like when I try to fuck from the side, I like lose my whole dick. Yeah. Like my balls, like. This is my girlfriend Christine. We've had this argument plenty of times. She was, I really just, she's told me stories in the past. She goes, and then the guy just woke up in the morning and started having sex with me sideways. I really like that. She's given a lot of hints to how much she likes that for nine years. And I'm like, yeah. I can't do it. Yeah. It's beyond my capabilities. There's nothing worse than like trying a sexual position yeah. only to realize you can't do it because your, your dick's not long enough. Like, there's no okay. worse feeling. Okay, stop, 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 stop. Yeah. You got to shut yeah. it down. Stop, oh. stop, stop. Or how about a girl. I mean, wildly and frivolously riding on top of you. I don't think and I've ever like, felt you start, comfortable. Like you that. start feeling like she's getting up. You're like, you're gonna come off this thing and break it in half when oh, you yeah. crash your taint do down I'm on it. I'm very like I, my dick is made of like minced meat. Like, I, <laughs> I, I need like very slow, delicate sex. Yeah, I almost I almost helicopter parent a girl when she's riding me. Where I'm like, watch out, no, yeah. be well, careful. Have you heard there was a UFC fighter whose boner snapped yeah. in half? Yeah, I saw that. I've seen we've seen broken dick stuff, and it's before. like it's there's like a trail of blood to the, <laughs> and they. 
they interview them after, and he's like, "Yeah, man." Like, it's like, yeah, she must have. Like, he literally his quote was, "She must have gone higher than eight and a half inches." And oh, like, yeah, he still gives like, his big. You, you deserve to have your man. That girl has ups. Yeah. Yeah. I gotta tell you because I think she was standing up and then came right yeah. back down on it. <laughs> girl getting getting loose on top is a scary one for me. I always get I get very hands on her thighs. Oh, like, I'm telling you, down. I, I hold them. Yeah, it's like no, do the thing where you just move your butt forward and back. Yeah, that's all this crazy. What are you trying to? Is somebody filming us from behind? I I need you to dog scoot on my butt. (laughs) I like like the less movement the better. Like if I like I could just like lie and just be still. Dude, you're a soaker. Not even moving, just like just sit there, and that's like my dream. Do you want to soak? Yeah, that's what the Mormon kids do, so they don't lose their so they don't lose their ticket to heaven. And and if you just cough twice in ten minutes, I'll be done. Yeah, Yeah. Hey, uh, <laughs> hey, I love you. <laughs> Just soaking it in. Just a nice hot tub soak. Hey, this is Big J Okerson, and I hope you enjoyed this week's Best of the Bonfire. You can listen to the show live every Monday through Thursday from 6 to 8 p.m. Eastern on Comedy Central Radio, Sirius XM 95, or on demand on the Sirius XM app. Be sure to follow us on social media, at the Bonfire SXM. This has been a Comedy Central podcast. Hey, what's going on? This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Everybody needs a little help in life. Uh, I've been going to therapy for years, and BetterHelp is an amazing way to do it. Why? Because you need a neutral place. You need somewhere to go to set your goals, to have somebody help you, guide you, focus you on achieving the things you want to get to. A lot of days people wake up and try to white-knuckle life. That's not the way to do it. And sometimes there's a lot of stuff you can't talk to about my wife. I can't talk to her with friends. I need a neutral place where I can say and be honest and let it all out and let the heavy load of life off my shoulders with somebody who's professional. And that's where BetterHelp stays in. The best way to squeeze the special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy, it can help you find what matters to you so you can do more in life. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, which is awesome, designed to be convenient and flexible and suited to your schedule, not theirs. Just fill out a brief questionnaire. You you get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime you want. There's no additional charge. If you don't like that person, find somebody you vibe with, which is important, at no extra charge. Here's the deal. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash bonfire. Today, you get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash bonfire. Go now. Become a better person.